The Cardinals pummel the Marlins, and who the heck is Guillermo Zuniga? And why you should be paying attention to him on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. We're also available on YouTube. Like, subscribe, and comment so you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinals Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Happy St. Patty's Day to one and all. Rocking the uh, the green hat here today in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, be smart out there if you're going to be out there partying. I know it's a, a big holiday in St. Louis. I've done my fair share of raging on a St. Patty's Day in St. Louis. So um, good day as far as uh, baseball went, though, in case you didn't get a chance to check it out. The Cardinals and the Marlins had their uh, St. Patty's Day game today, so the boys were rocking their own green hats on both sides. And some people don't like the green hats as much. And I just don't see what the big deal is. It's one day. It's just for fun. Who cares if it doesn't match the uniform? Uh, There are bigger things to worry about and to complain about when it comes to the world right now. You know, Uh, how about this? Here's something that we can talk about. How about why is there only like four commercials in rotation on the Valley Sports app? Because of that, I've essentially memorized the Bud Light commercial that goes on with Notorious B.I.G.'s hypnotized in the background. I mean, how big is that bar, first off? Because the woman goes to the bar to get the beers, and then it takes her forever to walk back to wherever her friend's table is. And how come none of her lazy friends helped her when she went to the bar knowing that she was getting four or five glasses of beer and would have to carry them all the way through this ginormous bar to get back to their table? Those aren't very good friends. And whatever that commercial is where the people are fishing and some old guy is singing about like an acoustic song about the water and his soul or whatever, it's like nails on a chalkboard, man, every time it comes on. So let's complain about that stuff, (laughs) not worry about the green hats that the guys were wearing uh, during the game today. As far as how the game went, not a lot to complain about at all. The Cardinals just absolutely blasted the Miami Marlins today by the score of 16 to two. Um, the, the offense made up for getting shut out on Thursday by the Astros by pounding out 16 runs, uh, 17 hits, and they did it all without hitting any home runs, which I know people love the long ball. And the old saying is chicks dig the long ball, but in certain situations, a home run, is, I, I understand that it's better than anything else you can do. But when there's people constantly on the base paths and you're making those pitchers throw from the stretch. They got to worry about the runners. It's much more taxing on a pitching staff and on the defense. There's an old saying that one of the biggest rally killers in all of baseball was a home run because it clears the bases of all the chaos that goes on when you have runners on. So to see the guys batting around today, it was a carousel of uh, runners on the base paths, constantly circling a lot of fun to watch. In yesterday's episode, I talked about how Mason Wynn's average had dipped a little bit. 
going over his last eight, including those three strikeouts against the Mets. Well, kind of put an end to that nonsense today, going three for four with four RBIs. He was a home run shy of the uh, cycle today. His, uh, what, what, what do you have here? He had uh, the bases clearing triple in the team's nine runs second inning. That triple, by the way, exit velo of 100.1. He had a double in the third inning that scored a run and had an exit velo of 100.8. Do you guys remember when people were concerned whether he was going to be able to hit at the professional level? I guess we could toss that take out the window. The 20-year-old is now hitting 333 on the spring with two dingers, nine RBIs, and three stolen bases. Are we sure we got to send him down? I mean, honestly, do we have to? I, I kind of want to keep him. But I understand why we can't keep him. But uh, he wasn't the only one swinging it today. Wilson Contreras starting to find his stroke. He was DHing, goes two for three, three RBIs, two run scores, raises his spring average to 318. He also told Jenton from uh, John Denton from MLB.com after the game that he's started thinking about playing at Bush Stadium and hinted that he is planning an honor for that first series at Bush. Uh, they asked him if uh, it was about his former idol, Yadier Molina. He declined to answer, but... What if he gets like a like a real cool mask that's dedicated to Yachty, like the hockey goalies do? That would be pretty dope. Uh, Dylan Carlson had an up and down spring so far, but uh, he's been producing from the left side. Went two for four today with two RBIs, two runs scored. His average now, 235. Jordan Walker was one for four today with two RBIs. His two-run double had an exit velo of 115. Ho-hum, no big deal. Uh, Nolan Gorman, two for three with an RBI. His batting average this spring, 324. Brennan Donovan hitting leadoff again, one for three with a walk, two runs scored. He's at 324. The only guy who kind of had a rough day from the starting lineup really was Andrew Kisner, who continues to struggle at the plate, and it got kind of embarrassing for him today. Uh, came up with the bases loaded, nobody out in the second inning, and he pops out. That happens. That's not the embarrassing part. The embarrassing part is he then grounded out to end the same inning. So he made two of the three outs in the same inning. So ooh, that is embarrassing. Uh, he did get a hit later on in the game, which raised his average to 148. You heard me correctly, raised his average to 148. It's been a tough spring uh, in the batter's box for one Andrew Kisner. On the mound, Steven Matz looking brilliant again today. Matz, uh, Went out there, throws five innings, allows one run, four hits. He whiffs three. His spring RA now, ERA is down to uh, 1.54 in three starts. And you're seeing what a healthy Mats can be for this team. Last year, you got a glimpse of it, but he was hardly ever 100% healthy last season. So keeping him off the IL, clearly a key to success for the Cardinals and this pitching staff uh, this year. Out of the bullpen, Drew Verhagen, strong spring. That continued with another shutout inning for, for Drew. So uh, he's making his case to be back on this team. Uh, Ryan Helsley strikes out the side again in his lone inning of work. He's got 10 punchies in five innings this spring. I, I think the I think the finger is healed. I think he's okay. Uh, Jordan Hicks gives up a dinger to Jazz Chisholm on a 99.7 mile per hour sinker up in the zone. And you can tell as soon as uh, Chisholm hit it, Jordan knew it. He was like, Durr! like his reaction. Um, he just knows he's got to get that ball down. Even at almost 100 miles per hour, these guys, they're going to rip pitches up in the zone. Hicks still searching for that consistency. He's only had two clean innings this spring where he hasn't given up a hit or a walk out of his six appearances. So he's still feeling his way through things. And then you had Chris Stratton wrapped it up with a, a shutout inning. All Cardinals today, 16 to two was the final. They moved to 11 and six on the spring, which as of this recording gives them the best record in the Grapefruit League and fourth best in all of spring training. 
And not that the record matters all that much, but you got to also give them a little credit that they've done this in large part without Goldie, Arenado, O'Neill, Edmund, Newbar, Michaelis, Wainwright, huge names, big pieces of this roster, and they're still winning. So not too shabby. Uh, up next, who is Guillermo Zuniga? And why are people talking about him all of a sudden? This is Locked on Cardinals. Now our friends at FanDuel are uh, having a little bit of fun right now due to the fact that you've got the college basketball tournaments going on, and uh, it is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. People are having a blast putting bets on games in the tournament, and new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. They've got player props. They've got uh, so many more exclusive bets like the two-by-three, which is two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. They even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. An easy way to uh, keep those games a little more interesting and uh, win some more money. Because that's what we're all in it for, right? You want a bigger payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fandle.com slash locked on. That's fandle.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Most of us are aware of the top prospects in the Cardinals organization, especially if you listen to this show, because I like to talk about these guys, not only the guys who are making a difference for the team right now, but also who we can look forward to into the future as well. Guys like Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, Teen Kent, uh, Gordon Graceffo, Alec Burleson, Moises Gomez, Mike Antico, Victor Scott II, Michael McGreevy, Cooper Jerpy. We could go on and on and on. But one name that I haven't brought up ever, ever, on this particular podcast, and you're starting to hear more people talk about him now, is the name Guillermo Zuniga. So who is Guillermo Zuniga, and why are people talking about him? Well, he's a six foot five, 230-pound, 24-year-old relief pitcher in the Cardinals organization. But like Moises Gomez last year, this is Zuniga's first year with the team after being a prospect for the Braves and then the Dodgers. He signed with the Braves at age 17 in 2016. He played in their Dominican Summer League, then the Gulf Coast Rookie League, elected to become a free agent again at the age of 19 due to the Braves' international signing penalties, and ends up signing with the Dodgers. Works his way up to double-A over the next few seasons, and while doing that, he finds his niche as a relief pitcher. They, they kind of bounced him back and forth between starting and relieving. Um, relieving is where he's been better. And his strikeouts per nine from 2018 to 2022 have climbed. He's like 9.9, 10.7. Then he's at 12.5. Last year, he's at 10.9. He was 7-2 with an ERA of 3.06 at AA Tulsa in 2021 with the 12.5 strikeouts per nine. Then last year, 4-4, uh, four four, 11 saves, ERA 4.77. And following the season, he decided to elect for free agency again. Cardinals swooped in. They grab him on December 6th. And on March 4th, they optioned him to AAA Memphis. So why are we talking about him all of a sudden? What's the big deal about Guillermo Zuniga? Well, he's been pitching for Team Columbia in the World Baseball Classic. You might have caught some of the highlights from his appearances. Putting on quite a show. Now, the Columbia team only went one and three. But Zuniga pitched in two of those games, and in his three innings of work, he struck out six hitters. He allowed no runs, just one hit, one walk, and he was hitting 102 on the gun, 102 miles per hour on the gun. 
that'll get some attention. He threw two innings and punched out four in relief against Mexico, picked up their only win of the tournament in that game. Then his next appearance happened to be against Team USA, where he comes in and, eh, you know, strikes out a guy by the name of Mike Trout. No big deal. How about the next guy? Sit him down. His name was Paul Goldschmidt. Made him look silly. Both of them strike out on nasty sliders before getting Nolan Arenado to ground out to third base. The dude has been looking filthy in the World Baseball Classic. And after Freddie Pacheco was claimed by Detroit, obviously he comes off of the Cardinals' top 30 prospect list. Guess who slides in? Guillermo Zuniga comes in at number 30 of their top 30 at uh, MLB.com. The knock against him, which has been the issue, has been his control over the years. But when you're comfortably hitting 99 and you're topping out at 102, they're going to find a spot for you. <laughs> and that's exactly what the Cardinals have done for the now 24-year-old. Now, don't get too excited. No guarantees that he's going to amount to anything. We don't know what else he's got in him, but he looked really good at the World Baseball Classic. He's now a name that you want to keep an eye on because he's 24 years old. This is not like some 20-year-old who needs more time to be you know, seasoned or anything like that. He's part of the 40-man roster and uh, is another name to add to the bevy of arms that the Cardinals could be using in the bullpen this season. Here he is uh, after one of the strikeouts with Team Columbia in the World Baseball Classic. He's a big dude, and um, he's somebody that could be very exciting, could be come up into the bullpen this season, do some middle relief, maybe be kind of like a setup guy at some point. I mean, 102, 102. Again, you'll find a place for that. Up next, we're going to wrap things up with comments and questions from our Locked On fans. But before we can do that, how about we talk about uh, my video gamers? Okay, if you're a gamer and you enjoy baseball, then be sure to check out the new mobile game, Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. You've got to hire right, the right coaches. The high, you got to hire the right staff. you got to manage the team finances, scouting, drafting, managing difficult personalities, just like in real life. They're not all Lars Newbars, okay? They're not all just smiling and having a good time. You know, sometimes they get a little grouchy. Uh, you got to navigate your franchise through free agency, all the ups and downs of a season when it comes to injuries and slumps. All this in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free. And another plus is that you don't need the Wi-Fi to play it. So if you're you know, on a road trip with friends, you're stuck in the waiting room at the dentist or something like that, you can just load up your season and pass the time in a fun and entertaining way that only Ultimate Baseball GM can provide. And Locked On Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. Download the game. Just visit ProBaseballGM.com. You can scan the code or look it up on the app stores. That's ProBaseballGM.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. On yesterday's episode, I discussed the backup options at shortstop and asked who you would like to see handling those duties between Paul DeYoung, Mason Wynn, and Brendan Donovan, who had started at shortstop yesterday. Uh, Eric Letford says, Paul DeYoung needs a change of scenery. They need to get rid of him, get something for him, put them in a package deal. He just wants them off the team, basically. And I know, in theory, it sounds very easy to do that. Like, why can't we just trade him and get rid of him? Here's the thing. Uh, first off, why would somebody trade for him right now when he's not doing very good? Like, how many teams out there are like, yeah, I would like a struggling shortstop who is owed $9 million? Nobody. 
Nobody's looking for that. And the Cardinals probably don't want to eat the chunk of money that he's owed this year to go play somewhere else like they had to do with Dexter Fowler. They were doing him a solid. They eat pretty much that whole contract, send him out to L.A. to play with the Angels, and then he goes down right away with an injury and ends his career. Um, nobody's chomping at the bit to trade for one Paul DeYoung. He's more valuable to your own team than he would be as trade bait to somebody else because nobody's going to give you anything. And part of the problem here is that it's almost tough seeing Mason Wynn doing what he's doing this spring because it's like a tease. It's like dangling the carrot in front of you because you know how good Mason Wynn is, but he's not going to be on this team. He's just not. Unless Tommy Edmond, Paul DeYoung, and probably Brendan Donovan all disappear. They they get uh, you know they get poof knocked out of existence like uh, Thanos in the Avengers. Unless something like that happens, Mason Young or Mason Wynn is not going to start the, the 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 season on this team. It's just not going to happen. Um, they're going to put him down at Memphis where he can play every day instead of barely playing and just only playing here and there on the major league roster. But um, he's just he's been so good all spring. I hate it. I want him to be on this team. I want to be able to watch him every day. He's been a pure joy to watch in spring training. But Edmund Donovan and Gorman, you don't need to stun his playing time by riding the bench in St. Louis when he should be and can be playing every day in Memphis. Uh, Dennis Falstrom said, I'd give the job to Donovan. He's a better batter than Gorman for average and a more useful fielder. We have enough thumpers. Well, you can never have enough thumpers, to be honest with you. But thank you, Dennis. And I, I think if the young isn't ready to go on opening day, that's exactly what they're going to do. I think Donovan would be the backup at shortstop when Edmund isn't out there. Gorman would play second in those situations. And then Gorman will also be your uh, DH uh, uh, against right-handers. The question is, if DeYoung starts on the IL, which I proposed as an idea in yesterday's ep episode, that opens up a spot on your 26-man roster. Is that where you put Jordan Walker for him to make the team? Is that who fills that spot? Um, that way you don't have to sacrifice somebody like Juan Yepes and have to send him down. Uh, Yepes obviously has been probably your best, maybe your only backup first baseman. I know they had Alec Burleson there at some point as well, but um, I think you're more comfortable with Yepes there. But he's also going to be a DH against lefties. Is Paul DeYoung, let me put this out there, is Paul DeYoung going to be to Jordan Walker what Bobby Bonilla was to Albert Pujols back in the day, remember? Pujols wasn't going to make the opening day roster. Bobby Bonilla gets hurt. Pujols slides in. Hall of Fame career. Never leaves the lineup. Is that what's going to happen this year with the Cardinals? Maybe. We'll see. And finally, I want to point this one out before we go. Jeff Spicoli, great name, by the way, says, if Jack Flaherty makes it out of spring without an injury, I'll buy a round for the Locked On crew here next time I'm up in the loo. hey -oh! That's what I like to hear, Mr. Spicoli. There we go. Like Mike Shannon used to say, a frosty cold Budweiser would be great about now. Budweiser right here on the cap. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you uh, haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube to help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 